You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus interprets the law against murder. Learn more about murder and anger in week four of our series, Redefined. We're talking about something that's close to us. Murder and anger. I know all of you here. Okay, meron ba dito? Hindi ka pa nagagalit sa buong buhay mo. Never. Never. Wala naman, di ba? Meron ba dito? Hindi pa kayo na-offend ever sa buong buhay nyo. Let's read. Matthew 5, 21. You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be what? Will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, what do you do? Leave your gift, your, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First to be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going to him to court. Lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you to be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. What, 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 what we got from this when I've read this hundreds, I don't know, maybe, I, I'm not sure, thousands of times. But I, I, I couldn't just imagine or, or I couldn't relate how, how, God, how, God, how Jesus juggles from murder and then it becomes to anger. And in how it should apply to us. This is my hope for today. This is my prayer for today. That after this service, this is what we're going to get first. Is that God is concerned with our intention and not just our actions. Okay? He's, our, he's really after our hearts. It's not, it's not the behavior. It's not the checklist. Also, next is that God is concerned with our relationships. Not just our worship. Worship is your sacrifice. Worship is your, is your service in kids' church or any volunteers. Worship is going, going out of your way and then doing charity. He's not after that. Those are good. Those are good. But he's after a relationship. Our relationship with him and our relationship with others. But why did he talk about murder? Bakit niya murder? He talks, he's talking here about the affairs of our heart. Jesus brought out the deeper meaning. Remember, he said, I came not to abolish the law. Remember that last week? It is actually not to abolish the law, but to fulfill. Now he's going deeper. He's trying to explain. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng fulfilling the law? Remember, uh, the 10th, among the, uh, the six in the Ten Commandment, what is it? Thou shall not murder. Okay? So he's now talking about the murder here, the murder part. It is in the law. So how it, does it apply in our hearts? You have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. You have said there, you have heard that it was said to those. It, it, it actually repeated five times. Five times in the whole chapter. Inulit-ulit yan. Pertaining, it's like a recap. Remember the law. Remember the law. Remember the law said. It's also telling us, what are you doing about the law? Redefined. Redefined means that now we know that Jesus is now fulfilling those laws in our lives. Not, not, not that we just have to comply, but we can actually do it. I remember... Um, 
I remember how he said it, and then I recalled how the Pharisees were, uh, were also among there. He, alam mo ginagawa niya, pinapatamaan niya yung mga Pharisees. He was actually telling the Pharisees, okay, because the Pharisees are self-righteous. They think that, okay, that doesn't apply to us. Why? Because we don't murder. We comply with the law. We don't murder. So they were saying, that's not for me, that I am righteous. Okay? Maybe some of you are thinking that way, like the Pharisees. We don't. Most of us, or all of us, we haven't murdered. But why is this very relevant still until today? Are we living out how the Pharisees lived out their life that of self-righteousness, of saying, it's not me? He said that it will be liable if you murder, but... Then he continued, right in uh, uh, the, the scripture after he said, But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. If murder is liable to judgment, Jesus is saying here, even if you're angry, you're liable to judgment. Is it the same judgment? Bakit naman sabihin unfair naman. Diba? Si Hitler, ang daming pinatay. Tapos ako, words lang could kill or my looks could kill. Diba? Yung looks could kill yun, parang words could kill yun. Actually, it, it starts from the heart. It emanates from the heart. Anger. Anger can turn to bitterness. There's like, it's like a seed. And it's a, it's a thorny seed inside. In Ephesians 4.26, talks about there a holy anger against sin. That's good. Those are good kind of anger. But Jesus is talking about unholy anger against people here. Something seething, something's, something's brewing inside, a bitterness against someone. It's a dangerous emotion that always threatens to leap out of control. When if it is out of control, it leads to violence. It leads to emotional hurt. Sometimes, relationship between a man and a woman, maybe hindi pa kayo kasal or bago kayo kinisal. That's why we do Victory Weekend. That's why we have to pray for them. Why? Because of emotional baggages. Emotional things that happened before. Emotional hurt. Because words can actually kill. Not just looks, but words can kill. Increase mental stress. Some people, some people that we talk to, some people that we pray for, that, that, that need, needed um, inner healing and deliverance, we would always trace it back to somebody said this, this was said to me, I am no good, uh, rejection. Simply words. How could it be? And lastly, it, it, it damages you spiritually. Something happens and it damages you spiritually. You, you, there's shame, there's bitterness. There's like a big wall that, that, that tends to crop up and you cannot go to God. I, love, uh, I remember when 1 John 3.15 said, For everyone who hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. Anger keeps us from developing a spirit pleasing to God. Anger. Anger keeps us from developing this spirit that you can go to God. Anger. Sabi nila, cute, di ba? Cute si anger pag sa inside out. But if it's really in you, it's not cute anymore. It's scary. Some would say, like si Dr. Bruce, eh, kaya naman niya kontrolin eh. Nothing wrong about self-control. But you know, Jesus is even saying here, maybe it's not the words that you say, 
But what are you thinking of? It comes from your heart. Then you think about it. It brews in your mind. Maybe you're trying to hold it, hold it inside. It's not about God. Jesus is not about self-control, even about controlling your thoughts. Jesus said that we will be held accountable even for our attitudes. Maybe some of you have heard of our story. Me and my wife, when we were not, not okay, and then she's, she has testified on this many times, that um, if her words could kill, I've been killed over and over again. Okay? In Tagalog, sinabi sa akin, alam mo, sabi sa akin, alam mo, si Tart, dati patay ka na. So, lahat ng inisip ko tungkol sa'yo, patay na, patay na, patay na, patay ka na. Sabi ko naman sa kanya ngayon, pero alam mo, dati, ever since patay na, patay ako sa'yo. No, I didn't say that. Ninaisip ko lang dito, pwede pala yan, no? But then, but then she said that she, after a while, after realizing, after surrendering, surrendering our lives to Jesus, she said that, praise be to God, that I am not dead yet. That there's no, that Jesus did not exact the right justice for her. Because her minds could have already killed her also. We have to control. How many of us, we've been angry? How many of us, we, we, we have this grudge? Even here. Even here. Remember, the Bible said, if you have something against it, another, you're not supposed to be even here. Walang tatayo, okay? Baka biglang tumakbo lahat palabas. Wala namang matera. You are a minister of reconciliation. That's your new identity. Our new identity now is that we are a peacemaker. There's no fear, those not because why? Because perfect love casts out fear. We should be, you know, you know what we should do? We should be angry at sin. And not commit sin by being angry. Yung kasi nangyari sa atin eh. May sin, nadidesensitize, na-accept natin, but uh, kasi it's part na of the norm. But when it's about somebody else, consequence about a person, inagawa ko lang ng parking, Diba? Naunahan ka lang papasok dito. Tumingin ka lang doon sa envelope, ng tights envelope mo, maglalagay ka ng tights, excited ka pag tingin mo, gusot. Ano klase ng mga asher to? We tend to be angry at so many stuff, situations, person. But sometimes we are, we are not angry at sin anymore. Jesus said in verse 22, whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council and whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell of fire. So yung liability nito, you're liable to go to where? Hell of fire. Maganda to sa Tagalog. Uh, I, I, I thank Pastor Dave for pointing this out to me. Okay, so help me God. Let's do this. At ang sino mang magsabi sa kanyang kapatid, Raka, ay magpapasapanganib sa sandirin. At ang sino mang magsabi, Ulul ka, ay magpapasapanganib sa impyerno ng apoy. Ho, ha, ha, ha. may fork, eh, di ba? Calling somebody a fool, calling somebody ulul, insulting one's identity. And the identity that not just the father gave him or her, but the identity that God put on him or her. Calling somebody fool is a closely related to anger. It, uh, in that, it represents a destructive attack on someone's character and identity. And Jesus warned, warns us that you are going to, hell of, to the hell of fire if you do so. In Proverbs 29, verse 11 said, A fool gives full vent to his anger, but a wise man keeps himself under control. Keeps himself under control. 
Now in our days, now in our day, with the advent of social media, social media, that you can just put something there, rant, vent, na minsan wala na self-control, lahat pinatulan na, you can easily disturb or you can even, even pull somebody down. His integrity, post some, something that would hurt somebody. Be discerning in your thoughts, words, and actions. We even apply this to our children. Alam naman natin, how, how many of you are parents here? Can you just raise your hands? Parents. Diba? Pag-parenting, I have a 17-year-old, a 15-year-old, and a 7-year-old. Can you imagine that? Talagang all, pa, parang all ages. And there are times that I have to capture my thought. Make sure that this is, I know it is not from God. Instead of venting it out, instead of saying it. Why? Because once it slips, slips through your mouth, what happened? It could damage a person. It could damage your son. It could damage your daughter. Oh, I, I, I praise God that I have, um, I have a short-term memory. <laughs> that I couldn't even remember what my, 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 my dad, I love my dad, I respect my dad. He, he's a very good dad and I have a very good mom. But yes, those words just fling around in our house, left and right. But you know why it doesn't stick? I don't do emo time on it because I know it's not from God. There is a way to do so. The only way is through Jesus Christ. Knowing your true identity. That the world is not identifying you. Redefined means that you are no longer identified in the world or what the world throws words at you. But through His Word, that you are royal, that you are holy, that you are loved, that you are forgiven. God is concerned with our intentions, not just our actions. Concerned with our hearts. In Second Corinthians 10 verse 5 said, Take every thought captive to obey Christ. You go back again to the process of transformation. Truth, repentance, and faith. Truth in a person, Jesus Christ. In what He did, how He saved you, how He gave His life back to you. Repent. Repent means two, both ways. Repent if you did something wrong. Repent if, you, if, if, if you've taken something and then you applied it on your own. And then have faith. God is not after our perfection, but He is after our godly action. If we have a heart for Jesus, heart to glorify Him, it would result, the fruit will be godly actions. In verse, continue to verse 23. So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Saying here that reconciliation is a must. Wala nang paligoy-ligoy pa, it's a must. Remember, Jesus reconciled us to His Father. So how can we not be reconciled to our brothers and even to our enemies? We were the enemy. God sees us as, a, as the enemy but still loved us and gave His Son for us. Reconcil- reconciliation takes precedence even, of, even over offering one's gift in worship. He's after our hearts and not our offering. You know, um, we, live in a, we live in a Roman Catholic mentality that we can do penance. 
Alam niyo yun, di ba? That's why, uh, ano tawag doon? Mahal. Mahal na araw. Every mahal na araw, you would see people doing penance. That's why there's a different processions, left and right, for a saint, and then they, they carry people. We live in that kind of mentality. That when you do penance, you do worship, you can, in a way, scratch off some of your sin, or bumababa yung degree. Kung 100% kang makasalanan, pag nagbuhat ka ng... ng, ng Rebulto, pag nagpalo ka na sarili mo, mababawasan, 98% na lang, that doesn't work. Alam mo na mangyayari, actually, nadodoble pa yung kasalanan mo. Because it's not after our offerings. It's after our hearts. In reconciliation, the first thing that actually, uh, the, 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 yung pinakapunot dulo is offense. The root of every irreconcilable differences is offense. And guess what? As Christians, kayo po, tayo po yun, Alam niyo ba tayo, ang pinaka-offendable tat people in the whole world? Christians. Yes. You have to agree. Yeah. Maski ayaw niyo mag-agree, sinasabi ko na. As Christians, we are the most offendable people in the world. Kesyo, bakit ganun? A- a- ako pa, palagi ako nag-church. Ako pa, laki-laki ng giving ko. Ako pa, lahat, lahat, ng, lahat ng service usher ako. Pati bahay ng pastor, ako nag usher in, tsaka usher out. Ginagawa ko talaga lahat yun. Tapos hindi niya ako napansin. Hindi nag-smile sa elevator. We're so, of- we, we, we do. And those offense are like seeds. They take root. And then one seed after another, one seed after another. Remember, those, those seeds, when they take root, Diba? Naka-angkla na yan. Lumalalim na lumalalim yan. Palaki ng palaki yung, 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 yung seed, nagiging halaman, nagiging isang bunga. Palalim ng palalim yung roots niyan. But think about it now. Isn't it so ironic? Parang kanta lang, no? Isn't it so ironic that we are the most offendable people, yet God forgave all of our offenses? Just think about it. Sabi, repent. <laughs> Tindi ng repentance ko dito, siguro half hour akong couldn't move on. But that's true. I said, Lord, I repent. <laughs> Why did I let that offense even take root in me? Well, you have forgiven me for my sins yesterday, for my sins today, all the offenses today. And you even told me that even the offenses of tomorrow, you have forgiven me. How could I? How could? How could I? Don't get me wrong. Baka naman iba sa inyo. Ako, ang, ang, ang heavy naman ng preaching ngayon. Ibig ba sabihin nun, di na ako pwede magkasala? Di na ba ako pwede magkaroon ng anger? No, you can. You can. But then, I remember this, this verse. I'm sorry, it's not there in the screen. But I remember this verse in, in, in Numbers. If you have your Bible, turn Turn it to Numbers 14, 18, where it says, The Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But He will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and to the fourth generation. Slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. Slow to anger, 
quick, very quick in forgiving us. Hindi ba tayo yung recipient yun? We are that recipient. He was slow to anger to us, giving us fully what we do not actually are worthy of. God is concerned with our relationships as well, not just our worship. Broken relationships can hinder our relationships with God. It does. And you know what? That's the plan of the enemy. Simpleng simple yung plano ng enemy. It's to make sure that our relationships are broken. Our relationships, good relationships, are hindered. So that's why? So that a church community, a spiritual family, is not formed. It's not whole. It's divided. Would you allow that? Would we allow that? We are hypocrites if we claim to love God while we hate others. Our attitudes toward others reflect our relationship with God. How you feel. I'm not just talking about relationships here in church. Even relationships outside. Instead of bannering, I'm a Christian, I go to, I, I go to church, I post it in my social media, all the, all the, all the learnings, all the scriptures that, 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 that I've read. Isn't it nice when, they, when there's a spat in the office or there's misunderstanding, you're the first one to step in? You're the first one to say, okay, none of that. Kung may nagchichismisan, words kill, remember? Words kill. May nagchichismisan, somebody's being, somebody's being lambasted, somebody's being put down. In school, somebody's being bullied. Isn't it like being a Christ ambassador when you step in and say, okay, none of that, let's stop this? Wouldn't they see that you have a genuine relationship with God? They would follow you? And you are there to mend relationships wherever you are? The plan of the enemy is broken relationships. Would you allow that? In 1 John 4.20, it says, We cannot love God whom we have not seen if we do not love others whom we have seen. Simple, di ba? When I read this verse, I said, Oh nga naman. Oh nga naman. Why not? This is what you do. If you have grievances, if you have problems, minsan sabihin nyo kasi, they work related. Example, contractor ka, tapos yung supplier mo, something like that. There's no compartmentalize. It's one in the whole. You, pres- you represent Jesus inside the church and outside the church. Jesus is after your relationship inside the church and outside the church. So if you have problems, grievances with a friend, with a supplier, with somebody in school, with your boss, with your, with your office mate, with, with, with your teacher, with your classmates, you have to, sh- as soon as possible, resolve it. Not but through the law but because of the grace of God has given you. This is Edwin. I, I, if, if you've been part of this church for a time, you've heard a story about uh, me being saved through my cousin. That's my cousin, Edwin. He was the one who shared the gospel to me uh, way back 2002. We accepted 2006. And uh, when I became, uh, when I, we were partners, business partners. And uh, when it was time for me to go full-time, we had a problem, okay? We had a falling out. Uh, not because of money, not because of the business, but uh, he, he kind of felt that I was turning, alam mo, iiwan ko siya sa ere, kasi mag full-time na ako. And it wasn't resolved. It, it, it wasn't resolved quickly. Uh, that happened around 2008 and 2009. It wasn't resolved still. 2009, in, in one of the Sunday services, and I was about to preach, I couldn't get up on the stage because I knew that I did something wrong to my 
brother in Christ, to my cousin, who shared the gospel to me. Just between you and me, okay? He can refute this. Pero in totoo siya may kasalanan, hindi ako. Feeling ko. But still, I couldn't get up on that stage. I was crying down there. I can't, I can't forget. Third, third or fourth, fourth seat. And I was just talking to, I think it was Lee or, or, Lee or someone, and said, maybe you have to step in. I don't know how I can get up on that stage. Because I knew when I get up on that stage, I may, I may not come down alive anymore. Gusto nyo ba yun? Nalala sa Old Testament, di ba? Pag pumasok ka, hindi ka holy, ang mangyayari, lalabas kang bangkay. And I thought about that. And I couldn't stop. What I did, I got to grab a phone, texted him and said, we have to talk. I asked somebody, I asked, uh, I asked a friend of mine, Pastor Dennis, to go with me. And he asked his victory group leader, Ardi Abelio, to go with him. We met, we ironed things out. It wasn't nice. It was kind of messy. It took a while, but now we're restored. You have to go back. You have to leave everything. Okay? If you have to, you're in church now, you're serving as a victory group leader or any, sabi mo nga, pastor, lakas sa akin yun. Sa tingin ko, hindi nga tama yun. It's okay. We would understand. You can go back. Fight for unity. Fight for unity. Instead of offense, let's fight for unity. There's, there's such thing as overlook and what? And oversee. There are some, some things you just overlook. Some things you oversee. Do not, do not, do not uh, major in the minors. Do not. Do not. God is concerned with our relationships, not just our worship. Um, last point is reconciliation is immediate. It has to be at once. It has to be done quickly. Ganun ba ka-immediate? Kunin mo kagad yung phone mo kung kailangan. Pastor, wala akong load. Bigyan kita ng load. Jason, load daw. But it has to be immediate. You know why? After a while, what will happen is, ay, okay lang yan. Kung, kung natiis niya ako ng five years, kaya niya pa na another five years. Di ba? Hindi naman niya ikamamatay yan. Hindi mo alam kung ikamamatay niya o hindi. But I don't know if you could survive that. If the offense is on you, whether it's offense is on you, or you're the one that, that is actually offended. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going to, with him to court. Why quickly? Jesus did. Babalik-balik tarin mo. Look at Jesus. He did. Pastor, pinag-utang-utangan ako niyan. Halos kumain na kami ng asin. Siya, nagpo-post pa siya ng, ng, ng video niya na sa trip, ganun. Let God deal with him or her. Go to God and deal with your relationship with him first. I love how not love, but um, I surmise how Gandhi said this. I like your Christ. I do not like your Christians. They are so unlike your Christ. But we are to represent Christ. We are to represent Him. Can I ask everybody to stand up? I'm sorry to do this. Can I know how much time I have for the service? For the service. I couldn't see the clock. Why don't we do this? Let this be now your altar. We're not about edifice. There's no altar. But this time and this day is your altar with God. It's between you and God. I don't know if there are offense that are rooted in your heart. I don't know. I don't know if you, have, you are that offended party or you have offended somebody. I don't know. 
But let this be now the time and your place. It's like your altar to God. In your own way, you can sit down, you can kneel down, you can stand up, but do not go yet. <laughs> do not go yet. Just pray. Just ask God for repentance. Just ask God, Lord, I want to be reconciled with you. Reconcile me in your relationship. Reconcile me with your people. Let's pray. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you were make a way in our hearts. Whatever it is, I ask, Lord God, for, for my brothers and my sisters, Lord God, to, to have that contrite heart. Search our hearts right now. And Lord, in all humility, may we just focus on you and you alone. As we repent, as we ask for forgiveness. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.